here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna get a VP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Two bananas with you. I can't wait to ship my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Good morning, afternoon, night, or whatever time may be wherever you all people are. This is Captain Unicorn, and uh, I have my brother uh, Radley on the thing, and this is the Lone Shirt Podcast. Um, and we're just uh, two protein-consuming males trying to write a prescription to help them fix America. Uh, our third John, num- Johnny, um, he's under the weather doing something right now. We don't know what he's doing, but... He cannot join us tonight, so it's just going to be us. Take it take it over, Bebby. We gave him a pass for tonight, didn't we? Don't give us your opinion. We got it covered, man. We'll carry you. Our backs are a little sore, but we'll carry you, man. So uh, last podcast, we went through some, um, some highlights of the week. Uh, I have uh, a few more highlights that uh, I wanted to go through. So these, some of these things are just absolutely amazing. Some are so funny. That uh, I, when I saw it, I was like chuckling, laughing my butt off. And so uh, I hope everybody else gets a kick out of it too. So here is the first one. The first one is The View. Have you ever seen The the View, Captain Unicorn? Um, I've seen it once. And quite frankly, honest with you, I just wanted to go ahead and rip my head off and throw it outside. When did Whoopi Goldberg's opinion become something that people listen to? I don't know. I mean, you know, she is a very low talented actor she has no talent whatsoever yeah she's like a b b class uh, actor isn't she she's not on the a list you're right she might not even be on the b list that's and they've gone through so many people there because they don't listen to another person's opinion they just talk over them it, it's absolutely amazing all right so let's listen to them here we're not going back i don't care what the laws are we're not going back the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, and, and and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, true. Very, very soon. It, it is true. We're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> What did you say? Murder. <laughs> She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Worst. She's Joking. just kidding. It's well. Let me talk to you about. <laughs> Let's move. So is Jane Fonda just kidding? And let me ask you a different question. Is this a conspiracy to commit murder? Well, you know, first off, I don't like Jane Fonda. I think she's anti-American traitor. You know, she's the one who. Famously stood in front of the uh, the American takes in the Vietnam War. They called her, I don't know, Hanoi Jane, um, is what they called her. Um, she's frankly a traitor to this country, and she should be in Guantanamo Bay. Um, but on the flip side of that, I think that this is just words being spoken. Um, you know, it, it could be considered conspiracy and murder, but I don't think it is. It's just her expressing her, her beliefs. But the big problem on this is that, you know, she's going to get a pass. But when someone on the right does it, someone like Donald Trump or someone say the same thing, they don't get a pass. Like they're blaming him for the Capitol January 6th riots. No, he's not at fault for that. You know, those people made that choice. They made the choice to do that. Just like if someone goes out and decides to go on and murder Christians, which ironically, right after this clip happened, what happened in Tennessee? Transgender activists killed six 
six Christian people. Christian it, school, very good. Is it is is Jane Fonda to blame for that? No, she's not. It's the person to blame. It's the person made the choice. You have the choice to make it. You made the choice, and that's what happened. And just that's 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 what I gotta say on that one. No, I hear you, man. But I, here's the thing: is they were talking about how are they gonna stop Christian pro-lifers, and then one of the people on the View said, "Well." Aside from marching and protesting, what can we do? And Jane Fonda said murder. And it caught her her co-host off guard. And she said, what did you say? And she said murder. And then the uh, co-host said, well, she doesn't mean that. She doesn't mean that. She's, she's just joking. But as soon as she said that, the reason they laughed afterwards is because Jane Fonda gave that face and the look of, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. And your point is well taken in the fact that somebody went out and actually killed six people. Now, there's something that's that happened on January 6th that is very similar to this in the fact that they're blaming the previous president for inciting a riot and people marching on the Capitol because he said that he wanted them to peacefully assemble in front of the Capitol and voice their opinion. In this case, Jane Fonda's done the same thing. She's said the way that we stop pro-life Christians is to murder them. And somebody, as you pointed out, went out and killed six people. So should Jane Fonda and all those other people sitting around that table, including Whoopi Goldberg, should they be brought up on charges of conspiracy to commit murder and face those charges? No. And the reason why, as much as I dislike those people, as much as I do not like either one of them, and I wish they would be, they should be charged up on that. And my personal fees don't mean anything. But when it comes down to it, you know, they have a right to say what they, they said. And you know what? They said the words. And, you know, they think they can laugh it off. But no, you said the words. You said it. You know, the other side gets the same thing. And they go commit these whatever crimes. No, they're not responsible. They're just words. No, people need to take responsibility for their actions. And as far as I'm concerned, when they start, when we start playing this game to blame, oh, it wasn't me, it was the other person. No, it was you, dummy. Fess up to the crimes you commit. Admit what you did wrong. Don't blame people. So you, you know what your your point is is uh, is well taken. Is that they have a right to freedom of speech, um, but you know what. The First Amendment says you can't go into a theater and yell fire either. And I would say that if this young person would have gone and shot these people with a paint pellet, then I would say you're absolutely right. But you know what? She shot and killed six people, three children. The children did nothing to her. The children were not, haven't even formed an opinion about their own life let alone whether someone else should uh, should have their life taken from them. So it, it's appalling, and, and it's something that shouldn't be uh, able to do by using a freedom of speech. And the, the other side, the left is so good at this that they'll blame some other people's words. Like whenever every mass, every mass murder that happens in this country, every school shooting, whatever, what's the first thing they go blame? Guns. Okay? Columbine. They blame the guns. Sandy Hook, they blame the guns. Um, during Timothy McVeigh when the Oklahoma City bombing, what do they blame that on? They blamed it on the guns. Um, no, it's not guns. It's a people person. You know, the people, it's a people issue. You have a choice to make this stuff. You made those choices. 
you bought the stuff, you committed the crime, it's on you, not what someone else does. Now, there are certain exceptions to it, like if you have a bunch of people and you brainwash them, but, you know, it goes deeper to a deeper problem is that someone may, who's unstable, take this to the point, and, but that's still on them. And you know what? They don't have the right environment or the right mind to process what to think. So they take what these people say as the holy gospel and act on it. Is that wrong? Yes, that's wrong. But at the end of the day, the person still made the choice. Well, and I, you know, that that's, I think we're saying the same thing. And I think that, uh, you know, Trump said that he wanted them to peacefully assemble in front of the Capitol. So he didn't ask for them to riot and go inside. They were invited in by the, by the Capitol police and, and did it get uh, out of hand? It got out of hand. Um, the question is, is was it Patriots or was it uh, police posing as Antifa? Was it really Patriots that um, were fed up or Patriots that went awry and did something they shouldn't have? I mean, you, we don't know. But at the end of the day, spending millions of dollars, having a committee investigate and from one party, investigate Trump and whether he's guilty of something or not, just they obviously didn't have the conversation that you and I just had. And that's that's the frustrating part. That really is the frustrating part. Well, when you're protesting, you know, there's a couple ways you can do it. The January 6th crowd, folks, they did the right way to, to protest. You want to protest to go to a building that the people own. We, the people, own the Capitol. We, the people, own the White House. It's our property. We own it. And so where do we protest? Protest on the, on the public, on our land that we own. Protest in front of the courthouse. Protest in front of the Capitol. They protested correctly where they're supposed to protest. Not in the streets, burning cars and burning cities like the George Floyd riots in, in 2020. Um, that was a riot, not a protest. You know, uh, when you protest stuff, you're supposed to go to a public place that's visible, place of the government, on there and you protest. And you just sit there and you protest. And that's where you're supposed to protest, um, not burn cars up and block highways and stuff. So I, I, it's, it's, it's just what it is. I uh, saw something uh, also about free health care. I'm not sure what your stance is on free health care, but uh, when I when I have a conversation with someone about whether we should have free health care or not, I like to be talking to someone that um, has actually thought about it and actually has an opinion um, and can articulate their position. But if they don't know what they're talking about, should we take them seriously? No, I don't think so. Well, here's a young lady that was interviewed, and um, she, uh, I would say to you, she doesn't know uh, what she's talking about. Because why shouldn't it? I shouldn't have to pay so much money if I'm sick. That's true. That's true. Okay, so who has to pay for it? The government with all their money they're getting from the Willow Project, maybe? Where does the government get their money? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know where the government gets their money? No. Us? Perfect. And so we should pay for it? No. Really? So she hasn't even thought through the issue. That that means to me that she is just doing the old major medias and listening to what they say and then just parroting it. She's not actually thinking about the issue, which goes back to my point when I'd always told my kids, when you go to college, it's a professor's opinion. The professor has spent many years studying and it's their opinion as to the conclusion of the evidence that they've studied. Now they're presenting that 
the evidence and their opinion to you. But I, I want you to think about it yourself. And if you come to the same conclusion, great. If you don't come to the same conclusion, then you need to do your homework and figure out, well, what do I really believe, right? And I think that's the point I'm trying to make here is, is a lot of people, they take their education for granted. Now, your K through 12 is all paid for, which I agree we should be doing that, investing in our kids, investing in the future. I get all of that. But a lot of people take that for granted. And now when they go to college, they shouldn't be taking that for granted. But they are, obviously, because all they do is listen to one blurb from a major media, like the Don Lemon guy that we just listened to. And then they they say, oh, that fits with what the professor told me, so I'm going to parrot that. They don't think through the issue. I think that this, if this young lady would have done exactly what that guy forced her to do, where do we get the money? So really it's us paying for it then, right? You know, and the other, well, I'll let you, I'll let you chime in here. What's your opinion of this lady that just is parroting what she's hearing? Oh, it's just what we already know. She's in college and colleges are indoctrination centers. They just indoctrinate these people to think what the professor thinks and they don't really critical think. And if someone thinks is thinks this way, they're easier to control and do what you want. As far as the healthcare situation, you know, nothing's free in this nothing's free in this world. Someone is paying down the line. You know, and yes, healthcare is expensive in this country. But the reality is is that who makes it expensive? Who wrote Obamacare? Who wrote these bills? The changes. The insurance companies. And in the medical industry, I have a few friends that I saying, um, just because this is medical on it, it's way more expensive because of how how regulated it is. Um, and so there's ways we can make healthcare cheaper if we can eliminate some of this bureaucracy red tape on it. But, you know, back to the point, she's just pounding off. You're correct. She's a college student, probably going to some ultra liberal um, East Coast Ivy League college paying $150,000 a year to go to this college. And this is what we get these people are, are thinking of. Man, this is truly all this general, this college it is. I do fear the his future of our country because we're raising a bunch of idiots, like a bunch of idiots who don't think, just drones. Like the Borg Cube, you're a drone. You do what you're told. I read a uh, insurance white paper, and the basis of it was that the reason insurance is so high is that we spend so much on fraud. How much of every dollar spent on insurance goes to fraud? I'll say probably about 90%. <laughs> All right. You're not following through with the thought process. 23 cents of every dollar, which is more than some industries have for profit in their business. 23 cents of every dollar goes to fraud. And that means someone faking an injury and the insurance company having to pay and all those types of things. So interesting that uh, she, here's my, here's my problem with the free healthcare, free schooling, free everything is you're uh, you're captain unicorn. And let's, let's say that you're an attorney. All right. Or yeah, well, let's just say you're an attorney. So I want all legal fees to be nothing, right? I don't want to pay legal fees. You should do the job and you should do it for free. Uh, basically, oh, I'm sorry, you don't want to do it for free? No. I mean, well, wait a minute. Just to make money so we could take care of them. Because you know what? I still got a family to feed. Okay, I but, 
if you want free health care, that means, and, and you want the government to pay, you know what the government does to industries, right? Yeah, they rob them blind and gouge them. And, and what they do is they tell doctors you can only charge X amount. You can only do this or that. So a doctor is not going to be able to make the money that they were making, and we are not going to be attracting the brightest minds. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, because you know that's the problem when you have a government step in and uh, set price caps for things. Their intentions may be all in the right place of what they want to try to do, but how they grow on about it, I think, is completely wrong. You know, it's like an industry that I work in. A perfect example: costs on this. Okay, so that you're an attorney. Well, no, I'm not an attorney, but in the power industry, I'll I'll say this really quick. We have lug nuts, which lugs which go in the terminal strips, right? So just because you could buy one lug lug nut at Home Depot for like 35 cents. Use a lug nut in our industry because it is stage related, $10 for one. Explain that one right there. And that's the problem. Just because it has that title on it, medical scapel, whatever, that's where the other cost of the stuff is coming from. These tools, they're not just going to Home Depot and buying a scapel or whatever they're buying. They got to buy medical scalpel. So that medical scalpel has to be built a certain way. It has to be built to a piece of paper, sterilized, and all that cost of money. So the cost is like seven times of a normal one. And that's because of the lawsuits. Regulation right. and lawsuits. Yep. Because someone built a, a scalpel and it and it broke and they someone lost their life. And at some point, though, we need to realize you're asking someone else, trying to summarize here. You're asking someone else to take less for their job than what they, the industry offers because you want something for free. Education. If the schools are real, the colleges are really serious about you getting an education and about the future of the kids and the future of this country, then they should be lowering their tuition costs. Especially the public funded schools that are subsidized by the government. Example. College in my state, the University of Minnesota, okay, their rates are going way up. But guess what they're getting? They're getting grants from the government to, to keep funding. Now, I think that's wrong because you're getting money in from the government and you're also charging on top of that. Okay, that's that example. I could see an example like, say, a private college like a Hillsdale where you're all on donors, yes, then maybe it should be 71, 81, 91,000 a year to go there um, because they don't have any government funding helping them out. They have nothing. Um, it, it's just crazy. And, and these colleges, you know, you're getting money from the government. <laughs> you should be lowering your rates, not raising them. I mean, I suppose they got to pay for their uh, administrative costs for their. So, uh, Jane Gable, the president of the college, can get her $18 million check or whatever the heck she gets, which is insane. I mean, which she's cool. stepping down, right? And she's going to Penn? She's going to Pittsburgh. Sorry, she's yeah. going to the University of Pittsburgh now. Yeah. and, and, and Why? Why? Why is she going there? I don't actually know the reason. I don't think, I don't, I don't know the reason as well. Higher pay. That's, I don't know. It, it's just <laughs> insane. It's crazy on this. And remember, it's not the government giving them the money. It's us giving the money. Nothing's free. Nothing is that's, free. That's we're right. In the end. And uh, it's, it's, uh, that's right. Nothing's ever free. Everything has a price. Everything has a catch. Remember that. Bank, folks. Banks make their money on the spread of their product. 
what they can buy it at, and what they sell it to us at. How does the government make money? By robbing the taxpayers. <laughs> uh, so you identify as a, a unicorn. You're Captain Unicorn. How long do you think it'll be before you're gay? I'm already there, but uh, the reality of it is... What did you uh, just say? <laughs> a unicorn, man. I'm already there. Come on now. I'm a unicorn. What do you expect? There's only one of us. Actually, we're asexual, so we produce by ourselves. There's only like one of me around, so I'm special. You really haven't studied being a unicorn, have you? Hey, I'm a unicorn, okay? I'm a unicorn. Just go with it. <laughs> unicorn. Unicorns are not asexual. They are well, not asexual. But in all serious, um, I think before we're gay, I'd say give it another, you know, 20, 30 years or so. Then, you know, because that's about how long it took. It roughly took because back in the 80s and 90s, this stuff kind of wasn't mainstream, the, the, gay, the gays and stuff. And then, you know, it took about 20 years to come mainstream. And then it took another 10 to get it to where it's now. So I say maybe 30, 40 years down the road. Okay, so Johnny Weather will be gay in 40 years, you're saying? Well, I think Johnny Weather Weather might be dead, and so would I. And maybe you. 40 (laughs) years? Good Lord, dude. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, you know, one of my new new favorites is Bill Maher. This guy is realizing how bad the left is. I mean, when you spin out of control on the left, you spin out of control. And uh, he's realizing how bad it is going here. This is him based and telling us how long it'll be before we're all gay. To be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. (laughs) 2054, we will all be gay. Just in case everybody listening was wondering. Well, that's like 30 years, right? Yeah, you hit it on the nail on the head there. Absolutely. Well, I'll probably be dead by then. (laughs) 30? What? Oh, you are spinning out of control. You must be a leftist unicorn. No, no, I'm not a leftist unicorn. I'm just saying unicorns don't live that long. Come on now. You'll be dead too probably in in 30 years. I mean, come on now. I got HBO and uh, I've been I've been watching Maher a little bit more. Before I would I wouldn't watch him because he was so painfully to the far to the left that I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this. My my ears were burning, or I would get agitated and my wife would go, stop listening. So uh, lately, though, I kind of like some of his rants that he's on here, and uh, he kind of points it out that it's been doubling. Why why do you think it's been doubling? Uh, and first of all, what's the percentage that you're gay right now? I'm gay right now? 100%, yep. baby. 100%. 100%. Sorry, my generation, there's a 4.2% per, 4. chance that I'm that oh, I'm gay. Generation. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. generation, I'd say it's about right now. I think we're at like 10, 10% or so. Yeah. So there's a 10% chance that you're gay. Now, if you were actually a unicorn, you probably have a high percentage chance that you are gay, which then you really couldn't be more unicorns 
then maybe that's why they are extinct because they're all gay and they couldn't reproduce. We might have figured out why there's no unicorns. We've come <laughs> to the realization why there's no unicorns. <laughs> that's not true on that one. They're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> It was right in front of us, right in front of our face. There's no more unicorns because they were all gay. Oh, gosh. Why didn't I think about that before? That's amazing. Well, uh, I hope you liked the topics that uh, that we had this week. I want to end on the funny one with Maher that uh, everyone listening and everyone on this podcast will be gay by the year 2054. With that, thank you for listening to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. For Captain Unicorn and the absent... Johnny Weather, this is Bradley Weather saying goodbye. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. Look at that very handsome man. I wonder who he is. I don't think I've seen him around before. I thought I knew all the handsome men in this village. We could use some new faces. Ain't no telling what I'm finna be on. Hey, hey, I'm beyond all that. Hey, little mama, would you like to be my sunshine? We touch my game, we gon' turn this to Columbine. Ice on my neck, cost me ten times three. $30,000 for a new wicked flea. I just hit Rodeo and I spent like 10 G's. I just did a show and spent the check on my mama. When I go and vacay, I might run out the Bahamas. And I keep like 10 phones, then I'm really never home.